Hi, this is Larry County, the voice of Lionel from Thundercats. Hey, this is Chris Jericho. Hi, this is Stan Bush. I'm Eric Stewart, the voice of Brock and James from Pokemon. You're listening to Alan Price and Chris Vince. Chris and Alan, the sexiest beast in the UK. You're listening to Alan and Chris. You're listening to Operation Retroshock. Operation Retroshock. Operation Retroshock. Operation Retroshock. Thunder. 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 Thunder Thundercats. Oh! Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to episode 47 of Operation Retroshock. I am one of your hosts, Alan Price, alongside me as always is... Hello, I'm Chris Fent and uh, this is going to be a fun podcast. Not that other ones aren't fun, but this is going to be a funner podcast. It is indeed going to be a fun podcast. Number one, because we are joined by a certain individual, if that certain individual would like to introduce themselves. Hello, I am Dylan Cook. Hello. Hello, Dylan. And Hello, Dylan. Everybody who is aware of the Operation Retroshock and various other podcast families will realize Dylan is a co-host with Chris on What the Shell. I don't Woo! know what, my fancy crazy voice at this yeah. stage. What the shell, man? <laughs> Come on, good dude. <laughs> hey, we had to get that in there. No. Of course. Um, number two, obviously, is... For the first time in, what is it, nearly about, what is it, about a year and three months? Yeah. We are going to cover Doctor Who on the show. Yay! Yay! <laughs> and uh, what, you would probably say it's, there's not much better two episodes that you could kind of do a commentary for, which, yes, is what we're doing, everybody, we're going to do. It's John Pertwee's, and it's John Pertwee's. But you're just biased. I know. But you said if there's any, and there is, there's like four episodes, and you could do like Time Warrior instead. In fact, let's do that now, Time Warrior. No, we're doing New Who. New Who? New Who. Bless you, son. <laughs> so yes, we're doing the End of Time Part 1 and Part 2 for your listening pleasure. Part 1 will be this episode, Part 2 will be Episode 48. Oh, the next episode in case you're keeping score at home. You're not yawning already, are you? I'm just yawning because you're talking. That's, 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 that's a reflex. <laughs> Every night, Doctor, we have bad dreams. But I was told he will knock four times. Because a shadow is falling over creation. Something vast is stirring in the dark. I'm going to die. My name is the Master. The darkness heralds only one thing. <laughs> the end of time itself. So, will we just get started right away then? Yes, if you want to pop in your DVD or Blu-ray, whichever you have, we will count you in. Uh, we will not be doing it right now, because I'm going to tell you what to do. So, Dylan, don't be hitting play yet. Um, right. So, I'll just count down three, two, one, play, and then whenever don't I say play, now. just hit hit it yeah wait until I actually go we're like okay we're ready so okay we're ready so three two one play now we see a moon and then we see earth shortly after the moon so we see earth right about now Ta-da! <laughs> many many stars lots of stars and then we hear James Bond talking the lovely voice of Timothy Dalton yep dun 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 
I like the way everything always happens in England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and always at Christmas. Yep. Yep. That's one thing I always loved about. Well, I've always loved about Doctor Who is the music is always very, very good. Mm. Oh, that's brilliant. By Mr. Murray Gould. The legend. Hey, Yay, Cribbins! <laughs> the Wombles of Wimbledon. Yeah, he's just a little bit. Wombles, though, he's got older, doesn't he? <laughs> Especially with that hat, yeah. <laughs> he has grown into his character. Has he been knighted yet? He should have been. Uh, he got a. I think he got a, either a CBE or an OBA recently. Uh-huh. Hasn't been knighted yet, but he's still got an award, which is pretty cool. Deserve it. He could be Saint Bernard Cribbins. <laughs> And then you get mistaken for a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't argue if he was made a saint, though. No. Saint of what? Womble. Uh, <laughs> saint, saint of what? Time travelers. <laughs> saint of time traveling wombles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See that on BBC pretty soon, then. <laughs> the, the best crossover just, ever. Just into the middle of songs of prayers here. <laughs> That was BBC, yeah. yeah. No TV camera, though. There is, how are we seeing that, then? It's quite a, a moody start for a Doctor Who. Yeah. Kind of isn't it? You know, considering the Tenet era was quite bouncy. Yeah. Oh, there's TARDIS. I would like to know how they did that. Did they actually... Was that CGI then, or what? I'd imagine it would have been. I would, I would have assumed that a church would not have allowed them to get yeah. a TARDIS in their window pane. Even though the TARDIS is real and he's always it been there. Just, it could have just been like the inside of a church and then whenever he's looking there it could have just been yeah, like a dummy set up like a, you know and just filmed that and they've just made their own. Oh. And here's the mystery lady. So the doctor's mother? Potentially. Never confirmed or denied mm. but kind of Russell T. Davis being the way he is hinting <laughs> I quite like the doctor being like an orphan I don't know I'll turn this up a bit yeah. on so we can actually hear it she's got a bit of the rogue hair going on there <laughs> oh where she go <laughs> I love the way the kids now are just staring at each other and not yeah. seeing at all they're having a stare off competition laser beams will come out soon <laughs> it is Doctor Who, you know. <laughs> yep. Doesn't surprise me. It's nice as well that you know. Secretly, Autons. Okay, uh, I was going to say it's nice as well that you know this is probably the first storyline that we see Cribbins in the opening credits as well. Yeah, because yeah. we don't really see him in there before because it's normally like Elizabeth Slade, John Barrowman, Barrowman. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say Barrowman like Khan? Because it's like um, if you ever watch the Doctor Who, you never bind the Buzzcocks. Uh, Tennant says something about Barrowman and goes and shakes his fist at the screen. And goes Barrowman. Before these go off the screen, I still do think this is a far better looking intro than the, the recent series. Yes, yeah. far better music as well. With like that, all the lightning and all that. Because the thing I love with that intro is just the way uh, when you see the TARDIS come out of the time vortex and it does like the swoop around it, and then it continues on. is pretty awesome. Uh, but here we are. Here's the ood. I love the ood. 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 I just, I love, the, I love this wee scene because I remember when I saw it. Wasn't it like previewed in like a children in yeah, need or something? Was, like that? Yeah. 
just where he, well, everybody will see here momentarily, where he just bleeps it like a uh, car lock. If my memory serves, that's the hint back to the Shakespeare code. Yeah. yeah. Off of his head, what? <laughs> Haven't met her yet. I love the nude, but they are so very creepy. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of cute and creepy at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently not. Nudes <laughs> have no sense of humour. I thought I think that was one thing I find amazing when we were at the Doctor Who experience that time. Chris was they actually showed you, yeah, you know, the various stages of a nude. Yep. Rather complicated. I've seen the the sculpture of the mask. That's about it. But mm. he just shoves the oud. <laughs> just put your arm around and go for a drink. And we've got a problem. I think I saw online a while ago as well. Someone's designed for like if you have a a Mac laptop that. Uh, like the apple light in the back of it and there's like a you know template of an oud around it oh that's cool so the apple's like as we globe ball there <laughs> you know when an oud starts up it goes boom <laughs> is that the first time we've seen him wearing sunglasses oh, I thought you meant the oud for a moment Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Possibly, yeah. No. We've seen him with 3D glasses. We've seen him with his 3D glasses and we've seen him with his thinking specs. Yeah. Mm. Don't remember. He needs a monocle, that's what he was missing. <laughs> a monocle. That should have been one that McCoy used, monocle. Oh, yeah. Would have suited him. Hello. uncomfortable. <laughs> well, you would be if you were told your life was ending. Mm. Especially with priest ouds. Mm-hmm. I think that's the first time we've seen them out of a jumpsuit. Yeah. Are, are those high oud or something like that? Because their brains are more on show. Cause yeah, those because are the ones in that episode where uh, when him and Donna are there and they're the ones that locked in the cage, I think, aren't they? Yeah, the yeah. ones that have their brains in their hands. Mm hmm. I love the way he refers to him by his full name, Wilfred, not Wilf, like he normally does. Just in case he says it wrong. Mm. Thought it was good that they managed to get her back. Yeah. It's not the sort of thing you would have expected them to have thought too much about. I suppose she has to feature in some way in his uh, return. Mm. Although I was very disappointed it wasn't the hand that I thought it was going to be getting his ring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you thought it was going to be somebody a wee bit more interesting? Yeah, like the Rani. I was really hoping for the Rani. Yeah. 
It's like everybody uh, jumped onto every possible mystery in recent times was the Rani. Mm. Yeah, to do that and like who was River Song, yeah. and then there was talk that <laughs> River Song was uh, Jack Harkness. Like, oh come on, that's just a bit. <laughs> Jack Harkness is the Rani. That would have been funny. <laughs> no, because Jack Harkness is the Rani. Jack Harkness is River Song. Jack Harkness. Well, obviously, it was alluded to the fact that he's the face of Bo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so it's just some random old lady in the end. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit anticlimactic, really, isn't it? <laughs> Someone says it's been coming to put out the fire. Either I should return of the Jedi fan. <laughs> This is one thing that you don't see Matt Smith doing that often, is running. You know, he's too busy putting hats on, that's why. <laughs> that's because fezzes are cool. No, no, Stetsons are cool now. <laughs> yeah, apparently bow ties are cool. Everything's cool. <laughs> Bar him. Oh. oh, I like old Moonface. <laughs> are, uh, are you going to be getting the new comic that has that across with Star Trek? I didn't know about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's Picard, Matt Smith oh and Picard. Yeah, and then there's one like issue three. You see like Shatner being strong, being like almost an, uh, you know like being choked by a Cyberman, and then there's Baker in the background. It's from IDW. Not, it's I'll be not the good Baker either. Yeah. No, Tom Baker. Is it Tom Baker? All right. It's Tom I Baker. saw one with uh, Colin Baker Ugh. as well. <laughs> Skip that issue then. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Moffat's kind of got rid of the running part of it all, hasn't he, really? Mm. So is she, is she in an asylum or prison? I think uh, she's in a prison. The only times I've seen really Matt Smith run are the recent Christmas special where he was kind of running along that corridor, but you only see him for like a split second, whereas Tenant you see for prolonged periods running. Yeah. <coughs> Tenant's a fitness freak, obviously, you know. <laughs> See, I, don't I miss see, that I don't TARDIS see. interior. Yeah, I prefer that TARDIS. Interior. Oh, so good whenever they came back in the Doctor's wife. Yeah, like, mm, truly yeah. like squeed like a little fanboy. <laughs> like, oh yay! <laughs> so, okay, you got you got to remember now. It's been it's been a while since I've watched this. Now I've just realised that everyone there's a woman. All trying to resurrect the master. What? What? What is this? Some sort of weird master orgy or something? It's a woman's prison, obviously. They've but all you... finished their. They've all finished their knitting. That's why they're doing this. <laughs> they wanted to pick up a new hobby. Let's resurrect the dead. Yay! <laughs> if memory serves me, this was filmed in one of the same castles they used in uh, the recent series for you know when it was the Flesh episode. Oh yeah, yeah. I think this is one of the same kind of castles or something they used. I didn't. I just didn't really understand. It seemed to for be me, this it, it was too like oh, you know, like Harry Potter's day off or whatever. You know, like let's resurrect Goblet the dead and do this. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't. I just didn't get it. Uh, it, it was a, it was a really awful way to resurrect the master, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a, and that's why I mentioned the group of women. You don't see them at all throughout the entire thing. We're expected to believe this coven of yeah. resurrecting dead ladies is coming to get him. Yeah. It's I weird. Thought, I thought this bit's very good when she eventually ends up talking to Bernard. Oh, when it's like the Queen's speech? Yeah. Yeah. But we'll talk about that in a moment. That concoction didn't look 
nice at all, did it? No. <laughs> Bit of blue. Dead Smurfs purify. Why <laughs> was Gargamel hiding? And the master is Gargamel. <laughs> this <is> other form. <laughs> John Simba actually would make a good Gargamel thinking about it. <laughs> John John Sim is my favourite master, I have to admit. He is very, very good at it. I just, some, well, me and another guy were talking about this, and he doesn't like that Sim is too much like Tenant's Doctor as the master, and that's why I like Sim's master, because he's kind of the evil reflection of the Doctor. Yeah, that's the way the master should always be. He should be like an mm. evil reflection. Because at the end of the day, it's explained that there were, you know, friends when they were kids. Yeah. I think that's why Pertwee and Delgado bounce well off each other, because mm. whenever Delgado passed away, Pertwee was devastated about it, and then they brought somebody else in to try and play the Master, and it didn't really work, and then I think they kind of really abandoned the Master storyline until, you know, whenever T- uh, Tennant was the Doctor then. Never dying. Never dying, apparently. The amount of times he's died and come back, you know, he's never going to die, is he? <laughs> That's why I don't believe he's ever going to die at all. Like, But then he doesn't regenerate, but then he can be brought back to life, whereas the Doctor obviously has to regenerate, mm. but then apparently he doesn't have 12 regenerations now, he has more. Mm. Well, I think that was more. That's you're talking about, obviously the Sergeant Adventures yeah. episode. I think that was more of a kind of a mini stab by Moffat to the fans to kind of wind them up a bit. Well, it worked. <laughs> but I, th- I do think Moffat, you know, believes in the whole. You know, he's got twelve regenerations, thirteen forms, but uh, there'll just be some sort of fighting youth story we'll get in yeah. You know, yeah. a number of years' time, saying, "Oh, he's okay again. He can keep going for another thirteen, because then that's another." 60, 70 years out of it. <laughs> oh. I had this magically prepared. Touch of olive oil, don't worry. <laughs> oh, well, at least she's honest, like. Mm. I was I'm never stupid. that bright. No? Well, she did marry him. Yeah. And everyone dies in blue flame. Oh, that went well. There's a snowman. Oh dear. It's a little bit too late on it. That's a creepy snowman. There's a snowman, but there's no snow on the ground. Maybe it's an inflatable one. <laughs> it is Christmas time. They do put out, like, you uh, know, ornaments and stuff. Loads of lights on the roof. I think they could have come up with different villains mm. than these two. The the motivation of the villains is really dumb. There goes the Sultan yeah. Surfer. <laughs> <laughs> She's a tad excited about that. Just a little bit. A little bit too excited. Yeah. Because these two are kind of built up to be really, really, you know, the big bad guys, and then they just kind of get shoved off to the side for like yeah. an yeah. entire second episode. I think you see them more in ep- this episode than you do in the other ones, and it's kind of a case of, yeah. The Stargate. <laughs> <laughs> 
actually anything bar check his clipboard? That's what scientists do. <laughs> do you not know he's clipboard guy? <laughs> oh, okay. The world will literally end if he does not keep checking the clipboard. I see. I love that hat. Uh, antlers. Now, see, Bernard Criven should have remained as an assistant with that hat on. No, but the thing is, he's actually wearing two sets of antlers there, if you look. Oh, he is, yeah. <laughs> he's really festive. <laughs> Here he is, off uh, the retirees to get drunk. Yeah, well. That's what biddies do. <laughs> I'd be happy with that if I reached that age and never heads <laughs> out for drinks. So, we've established then, scientists have clipboards and biddies get drunk. <laughs> While wearing two sets of antlers. Oh, and women knit, according to Chris as well. <laughs> yes, they do. Oh, there was an inflatable Santa there as well. Unfortunately, that driver isn't going to get to have his drink, unluckily for him. <laughs> <laughs> Sticky on me. It's not a bad drone. Ah, uh, Jim Whitfield. She got stuck inside one of them. Oh dear. Yeah. I've ended on Carry On Doctor Who. <laughs> Whoa, hey! You dirty. Whoa, hey! Calm down, everybody. <laughs> Fun around about the police box. Yeah. Skiffle band. <laughs> so, so basically, the elderly people hunt Doctor Who and drink. Yes. And use the phone while drunk. <laughs> Hey, there, box. Blue box. I lost it. See, that's because you've been drinking. Remember. Things I can't you remember. It all ties in together. Already drunk. <laughs> We've had our morning tipples, so let's go doctor hunting. I'm sorry, but I will not buy anything, any food from this van. Yeah. It's such a random place. It doesn't even look like it's you know meant to be like a building site or a factory no. or whatever. Where, where shall I, where shall I put food at? Here in this <laughs> random building site where no one is. We'll obviously get loads of people coming. Because the thing I don't get as well, like when you see these two guys sit down, it looks like you know it's more like he's a child minder sort of guy. You know, he looks like he's looking after this fellow. So they're obviously not workers or something. Maybe it's day release. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Mmm, everything, please. I have blonde hair! Why? Why does he get blonde hair? That's the only thing that always bugged me. <laughs> it's a, it makes no sense. It's the mixture of the Smurf powers and her... <laughs> I think it's maybe to show his dirtiness a lot more. The bleach but and hair dyes him. I think it's maybe to show his, his... how dirty he is more than, you know, like him having darker hair. It's it's kind of cool. Like if he can't be resurrected, but he gets superpowers if he's kind of in between. You know, I'd, yeah. I'd go for that. This is obviously his version of spinach. Um, 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 um. <laughs> yeah, he is like a childminder, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> now don't eat your food too quickly. <laughs> this is the guy you could do with a really good wash. <laughs> you mate <laughs> bye oh you're going to step in it son <laughs> don't be <laughs> laughing <laughs> you'll find it funny you will find it funny. you're a skeleton in 30 seconds I know it's all very funny 
<laughs> the smile just completely drops off his face. <laughs> oh. The thing is, you can really believe this character, like. Yeah. Mm. It's absolutely acting masterclass, like. Skeletor! <laughs> well, he does make a uh, reference to Skeletor later on. He does indeed, yeah. I remember, <laughs> I remember getting a text from you when this was off. It's like, he said Skeletor! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I had a childhood squeeze there. Run away! the chip shop van for safety. No, because it's like Star Wars? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh no, it's I'm a- Peru. <laughs> Dinner time. Yum yum. Frogman. <laughs> um, nom, 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 nom. Pac-Man. Johnson just became a Velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> Clever girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, moody. Here I am, standing on a cliff in a Cardiff. I really want that. I really want that coat. Well, you can have it for three hundred quid if you want. Okay, I'll be my Christmas present from you then. No, you can't because we're going to WrestleMania. Oh, what? I want a coat though. Stay I need coat for WrestleMania. No way. You can watch WrestleMania on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Wear my coat. <laughs> Wear your coat while watching WrestleMania. Oh, and this is where everybody initially thought the knock four times occurred. Yep. Two, Red herring, see? Three. Four. Nothing more, nothing less, but four. Again? No. Five. <laughs> it's a new sequence, Dylan. <laughs> no, I thought he was like one of those uh, counting horses. Wait. Counting horses! <laughs> Get everybody going, oh, that was the four knocks. Now they're going to have a big fight and do Hadokens and stuff. Hadoken! <laughs> There's lots and lots of running. To do. Girders as well. And now they're going to jump into each other's arms. I missed you. <laughs> I will tell you one day of the thing I had to draw for a fan that I didn't want to draw. I don't have any moose for my hair! <laughs> Lovely. That, that was unnecessary. Run away! <laughs> <laughs> do you see how vertical he went? <laughs> He, you know what he's like? He's like the Ang Lee Hulk. He just jumps everywhere. <laughs> he looks so happy when he's running as well. <laughs> Tell you it would be brilliant if the Master and the Doctor entered the uh, London Marathon. <laughs> I would have a perfect backdrop for like an episode. <laughs> well, a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> we already had the Olympic Bre- torches. Bre- Chloe Webber. Don't start that. <laughs> Completely break the wall and say, have someone pass comment when they're running past in. Hey, he looks like Doctor Who. <laughs> Bye, nice to see you, Bernard. Get out of the way, elderly folk. You're all drunk. <laughs> Did you get lost again? Old people these days. I can smell the formaldehyde on you. <laughs> Stalkers! Salute! Yeah. Let's salute ever. Uh oh. It's because Tenet doesn't salute ever. I remember feeling awfully uncomfortable when this happened. 
Oh, me next. Oh, <laughs> hello. So, so excited. Yep. Typical Russell T. Davis. He has to get it in there somewhere. You can have <laughs> Get what and where? Oh, I know. <laughs> Certificate PG, please, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Don't touch that. You just made an old lady's Christmas. <laughs> She's sobered up now. <laughs> oh, bye, call me. <laughs> I'm free next Tuesday. <laughs> I'm free. <laughs> oh, I love this. This is going to be saying, yeah. <laughs> love the way it's generic London Credit Bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are both two old people talking to each other, though, aren't yes, they? Yes, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's the question that's normally asked about you. He's got a tracking device on him. <laughs> <laughs> Wilfred Mott is Spider Man. <laughs> That's what his hat is, it's his mask. That was <laughs> Spider Cribbin, Spider Cribbin. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, Bernard Cribbins isn't allowed to die. I agree with that statement. Yes. I don't want Tennant to die either. Yeah, but Tennant's got loads of life left in him. <laughs> Do a Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides and like transfer life into the both of them? Or just freeze them. (laughs) (laughs) I would have preferred Cribbins than Donna. Mm. He would have he would have had more fun. Actually he's never the doctor's never had an elderly sidekick, has he? No, not no. Exactly. He's had a young boy in Adric. Wow. He was the worst companion ever. In fact, apart from Cribbins, all the other male companions have been really subpar. Well, I thought Rory's actually been <sighs> okay. Rory's annoying. Oh, I like Rory. I like the fact he no. doesn't die. Rory was rubbish at the beginning, but he's grown in the last series. He had your friend, Turlo. <laughs> Ginger <laughs> hair and... Yeah, and wearing a school uniform all the time. <gasps> There's car advertising that says Peugeot. You're meant to take the badge off a car, BBC. You're not allowed to advertise. Here's growing that up. Santa? That's Santa's groping the snowman. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Temple Noble. <laughs> They're definitely doing something in the background. <laughs> hey. The Santa Claus and the snowman. Alright. Not Donna and her husband. Oh yeah, right, okay. Donna and older Noel Clark. <laughs> With mini afro.
He can afford enough for hair gel. He could poke someone's eye out with that cliff. It's better that way. I find it so weird now when I see Tennant and he doesn't have that hairstyle anymore. He has like this slicked back sort of... Yeah. Have you seen Fright Night yet? Totally different Tennant. Yeah? Yeah, drunk. <laughs> awesome. And angry, drunk, drunk angry Tennant. <laughs> I think that would be pretty awesome. Who kills vampires. He's really good in it. I've seen the picture of him, like, but I've not seen the actual thing yet. I'll have to for it. Oh, you may burn a cribbin's cry. Shame on Doctor Who. <laughs> He's gonna cry too. I'm sorry, he cried. And then we all cry. <laughs> Everybody <Yeah>. cries. <laughs> Let's go with our pain bill quick. <laughs> go! <laughs> Quickly into the TARDIS. Mary's leaving Wilfred to wash the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Wilfred. That's why he was crying. Insert stock footage of uh, Sunset Over London. you got to admit, Dalton does have an epic voice. Oh, he does, definitely. Be it this, or be it as uh, sort of later hosen wearing hedgehog in Toy Story 3. Oh, yeah. Was it like Mr. Pricklepants or something? Something like that. Yeah. A Shakespearean hedgehog. I think that was brilliant. <laughs> Only Timothy Dalton could pull that off. Wasn't he in Looney Tunes back in action as well? He, he played Brendan Fraser's dad. That's yeah. right. And he was in Hot Fuzz as the evil supermarket owner. Was, oh, that's yeah. right. <laughs> who, who slips on a car and gets impaled on a mm -hmm. steep. Actually, Bob Bond, everything else he's been in has been awesome. His Bond movies weren't that bad. Better than Roger Certainly Rock. some of them were better than Brosnan's. Well, the uh, later Brosnan ones. Yeah, Goldeneye was the only terrible, even. Yeah, sort of Goldeneye and Tomorrow Never Dies weren't too bad. And then but after that, it was dreadful. Yeah, totally agree. Especially Die Another Day. <laughs> Ugh, horrible, horrible. Oh, was that the one he was like driving on the ice? It was from Holly Berry and all. Oh yeah, what was that one then? Because that was the one where they were like, oh, it's such and such anniversary from the first Bond. Let's make Halle Berry walk out of the ocean in a lovely bikini. Yeah. Not that yeah, I am cleaning on that one. Yeah, and then two seconds later she was dry. Yeah. I think this is my favourite bit now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. This is really epic. This is how it always should be. Force powers. It's, I was going to say, it's almost like the Emperor and his force powers. The lightning. You know, get rid of the jumping stuff and having those lightning. It's just awesome. I think he's actually Blanca in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> or Raiden, he could be Raiden. <laughs> he's going to do a little torpedo move in a minute. <laughs> I do like the fact the Doctor can take it as well. Mm. Is it actually... What makes me wonder is it actually going to kill him at any point or is he just absorbing it? You know, it's interesting the way you know, like he kind of catches the doctor before he falls. Mm -hmm. They're buddies, and then he goes, sort of. It's because he wants to have his wee monologue before he kills him. Every good villain has to have a monologue. It's like Rocky had a montage and Evil have a monologue. 
Have you actually noticed, though, in the modern, uh, well, I say modern series, after David Tan's series, that Matt Smith actually has quite a lot of monologues? Well, but is it he just speaks enough? a lot to himself. Matt Smith is kind of on the verge of badness. Yeah. I, I never take him as a nice who. He, he, there's a certain... I don't trust you, who to him. That's he's, that's very he's, much. He's the mo- he's the, a doctor in recent times that has admitted the most that he lies. Yes, well, that's very much like McCoy because McCoy was the one who would like shout more than anything. I never realised till I recently watched some McCoys that I hadn't seen for years that how manipulative he was. Oh, yeah. You know, I always thought he was quite the bumbly jolly fellow, and then suddenly he's quite cruel in some ways. You know. That's why there can be sometimes a wee bit of comparison drawn between McCoy and Smith. Mm. Is that Matt Smith's doctor, you know, he bounces along and he's all cheery, but then there's just this complete another, you know, flip side. Yeah. Where he can get either really depressed or angry or lie, something shocking. Whereas Tennant is a little bit more bipolar. Whereas sometimes he's really happy and then suddenly he's kind of foamy. Tennant's doctor's a lot more, I would describe, just as human. Hmm. Because he's just a lot more emotional. Because like you could never see this sort of style of scene done with Matt Smith. I think you have more of believability with Tennant than you do with Smith. But with Matt Smith's Doctor, there hasn't really been a villain like the Master for him. Yeah, there's nothing. You're not even the Daleks. I mean. He, Rivers, he's basically been the River Song show recently, so yeah. it's been more about that than anything else. And the villains that he's had are groups, not singular. Which is, yeah. I'd like him to have a singular villain like the Master. Mm-hmm. I'd like it to be Benedict Cumberbatch, like they keep you know, joking about. It'd be awesome. I must say, I am looking forward to the next series of Doctor Who because obviously we've had a lot of story arcs over the last you know couple of years with Matt Smith and the whole River Song thing. Mm. But we've been told that from now on, you know, this the next series coming up anyway is going to be, uh, you know, single story based. There's not going to be any double episodes or anything like that. Yeah. So I think that'll be interesting. The whole it's already came out that, you know, every generation of Daleks coming back is pretty cool. I'm looking forward to the Weeping Angels. Mm. In New York. I think that's going to be pretty cool. And the Statue of Liberty's involved, which in my head you can only put two and two together and think, oh, Statue of Liberty's a weeping angel. That's a really horrible thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's a giant weeping angel. Oh. Whee! <laughs> I like the fact he does a little spin in the air as he flies away. Jetpack lightning. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's what the Doctor needs, a jetpack. Oh well, we kind of talked over his monologue, but... <laughs> oh well. Sorry, Johnson. The general, the general. Have you used that music somewhere before? I can't remember. His hair is even more spiky up by now. It's an 0800 number. <laughs> UFOs. It's a light on a crane. Hello. Yeah, you're all being abducted. It's Cirque du Soleil. Hey, Leon's Balaclavas. (laughs) 
Did that other guy just go limp? <laughs> looked like the second guy that was with the master just went limp. He's like, I go sleep. Yeah. We've got the target. It's all okay. One thing I don't understand is why didn't they take the doctor with them? Mm. Maybe they didn't want him. No, that's why he's lonely. Oh, we've all had this feeling on Christmas Day. Uh. Like, why did you get me that? <laughs> okay, so everyone in this episode is getting drunk. Yep. At uh, apparently what this looks like at like seven o'clock in the morning. Don has become an alcoholic. <laughs> did you keep the receipt? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who he is. In other words, you didn't put thought into your grandfather's <laughs> Christmas. You just want the Easons? Shame on you, love. <laughs> that rude. What's more uncomfortable is Donna's laughing at it with her own mother. <laughs> Awkward. Instead of going, Mother, you should not be acting like this at your age. Do you have any jelly babies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the way it looks like he has like a rucksack thing over his right shoulder there. To me, it almost looked like, with this here, it almost would have been better if it was husband and wife than yeah, father-daughter. Because like, just... Mm -hmm. Just the way he's looking at his daughter, and, you know, and the smiles and all, it's just, I think it would be better for his husband and wife. They look the same age to me. They don't look like... Yeah, he doesn't look old enough to have a daughter of that age. No. And it's kind of almost creepy. See, this is one where there's a wee bit of inconsistency, is right, if Donna's saying it's not, as if it's not too early for, like, margaritas and such. Yeah, no, the main I mean, speech is, like, usually, what, three o'clock? Three o'clock, yeah. yeah. Good man. This is the scene we were discussing about earlier. Yeah. It's brilliant because it was just like, you, you know, you didn't get to go to war yeah. and fire a pistol in anger sort of thing. Does look like the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an unhorribleous. All I can think of is an angry kid now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it either. Oh no, Kang! Because you don't bleep it. Whenever he goes, like, instead of he's doing, like, a Christmas thing. I don't yeah. yeah, but then uh, you don't bleep anus. Right. And he says, like, he's been an anus horrible. Horrible anus. And he goes, like, cut, do it again. That TV is made by Taka. Who is it? I don't know who it is. Taka. Taka. It's probably a Tesco finest then. How dare you miss the Queen's speech? You know, I think that his family must think he's just dem got dementia or something. They're just used to him being weird like that. Ah, oh, some cackle that Donald has. It's almost <laughs> as bad as the Masters that we were enduring before we actually started playing it. He actually has his telescope in the house now, rather than being outside. I know it's winter time. It has to keep warm. Yes, but sure, then you have a shed that he puts stuff in. Ah. Uh -huh. 
Uh-huh. Nothing wrong with having a telescope in your bedroom. Okay, pervert. <laughs> <laughs> telescope, look up in the sky. Of course. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. That's what it's always been used for. Come here, Cribbins. I need you. What the hell? Why was he hiding behind his own TARDIS? He <laughs> said oh, Donna I, can't see him. Because it, nobody will know. But Donna can't see him. That's why. The head will Donna explode. Yeah. Go inside the TARDIS. Well, maybe he just wanted to wait outside because then he might not have been able to get in. Have a post-it note on the outside. Turnkey. Turnkey, <laughs> turnkey, go in. Entree, please. I can't tell you, I'll go and get it. So yes, come closer to the house where it's more of a risk. <laughs> the background of that looks like the cover of Rainbow Six. It's all the buildings and stuff. Mm. Uh-oh. Oh no. It's the mother, run for your life. Merry Christmas. Oh, just taser her. What is it, you teaser? <laughs> Merry Christmas, now go. Where are you going, Dad? <laughs> Getting away from you, love. Run away! I think this could have been an episode as well that didn't... It didn't really need Donna, because she was very peripheral in this. But it's... Come with me, you're not leaving me with her. Are you talking to the wind? Come back. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Put me in a yes, home. Yes, I am. <laughs> but I'm not crazy. <laughs> Those damn margaritas. Remember I said I wanted a margarita? I meant pizza. <laughs> oh, yes, right. Take it on the inside. <laughs> Do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. It's like he's scolding the elderly gentleman, <laughs> but he is actually the older person who started. <laughs> totally. Yay, so that makes him officially a companion. Yay! Yep. Companion Cribbins. Well, the old bots confirms it there. He says, welcome aboard, so there you go. Yes, that's him okay. in the Danny outfit. I want the I want the straight jacket. <laughs> That's awesome. By the way, the uh, belt is rather loose around his neck. Well, they're just giving him a collar. He's their dog now. <laughs> Good boy, now fit. <laughs> I need to go and get my clipboard. If that's okay with you. Of course. I need you to help me find my clipboard. It's not suspicious at all. <laughs> Those two love each other. That's what you would think. But no. <laughs> Flibble. It's like a male version of C3PO. That doesn't make her R2DT. That's harsh. <laughs> 
Yay, cactus people! Cacti. Oh, sorry, cacti. That's racist! <laughs> <laughs> and who are they in relation to again? The wee red dude and... Bafakafalata. Yeah. him. Can I call you something else? No! Bafakafalata! <laughs> He's awesome, like. And then he turned out to be like a robot, didn't he? Cyborg. Cyborg. And then the man from uh, Keeping Up Appearances uh, said that we should take this thing from him. Take his heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he mentioned Torchwood. He's got elf ears. It is Christmas. You will taste good. <laughs> I just need some salt. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> I think it's turkey dinner here. Yeah. It is Christmas. Remember in Doctor Who Confidential, they said that he literally went hammer and tongs at this and, like, in between takes, had to, like, spit it into a bucket. Oh, can you imagine that? I know. This is fingernail, his fingernails as well are stinking. He's making a good go of it, Mike. Yeah, yep. fair play to him. Although that's still bleeding. Dylan, what is it with us watching things that revolve around birds? Either, you know, Popeye's chicken, or, or you know, Gwildor and chicken, or... It's a sign. See, this just made me think of, like, one of Dr. Evil's plans. It was just, like, put mundane man inside glass box. He must stay in there, and he must put his finger on the button, and if he lifts it off, the world will explode. As I said, it's all rather stupid. <laughs> I, I have to admit, they are the worst villains of all the specials, I think. Yeah. Not Master's not included in that one. He's, <laughs> we cut off her arm, and it fixed it. Ooh, the Immortality Gate. I could have given a better name for it. <laughs> See, you know, that, that, this is the stupidest thing. I don't want my daughter to die. I'll die. What? Yeah. What good is she? She hasn't really done anything of use. Why keep her up? Yeah. And how many people have, like, in, like, specials and whatever, lived forever and they've went senile or whatever? Yeah. Uh, he says he wants her to live, live forever, but he doesn't say, like, injury-free uh -huh. or, you know, health complications-free. And the other thing is, it's like, if she lives forever, people are going to notice. They're going to dissect her. <laughs> And then, you know, she's not going to have a happy life. <laughs> Stupid villain. <laughs> not bloody likely. This was pretty cool, like, putting it out of sync by a second. I know we've experienced that before in the old series. And, well, earlier in this series, too. Ah, uh, Metal Gear Solid with the Doctor. Hmm. <laughs> All we need is the cardboard box. That would be brilliant. That would make my what the day, hell's the tiny door? <laughs> it's a we'll go in the tiny door when there's two bigger doors there. Dun, 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 dun. Doors. It's just going with the Metal Gear theme. I do like the fact that they show how intelligent the Master really is. Because you, you never really get that at all. Because he's just mumbling about eating the entire Shimmer. 
Schimmer. <lacht> Rumbled. Segman, can you ever find your clipboard? Is the master? Connect four. <laughs> Actually, I have to admit, the master's plan is also very stupid as well. <laughs> Just a smidge. Now shove somebody in there. <laughs> Back in your Houdini jacket. Okay, now sacrifice your daughter. Yay! Sequence isn't complete in that screen. Shimmer! <laughs> <laughs> Two cacti. Yay! <laughs> oh dear. Anything to make this Breakfast burrito! <laughs> he doesn't really care. In Vochi. Oh. All right. Thief. There's the master's music in the background. I yep. love the master's music. It is awesome. It's, one of it's, the, it's just it's just iconic to that scene where he's sitting in the cabinet room and they're all collapsed and the he's just <coughs> tapping his fingers on Yeah, he gives a thumbs up. You're mad! Yeah! <laughs> it heals entire planets. Uh-oh. What? That's not good. Uh-oh. Run! Run! <laughs> Keep running! Oh, did he just jump do a little jump in the air? Oh, I thought he clicked his heels or something. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta run, yeah! I'm just walk I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> She's stereotypical, annoying American newswoman. Ah, it's Obama from behind. Hey, they got his ears right. Oh, yeah, of course, the American president will lead us into New Year's. Yes, yes, whatever's. And they always. Yep. yep. So, Obama's president in this Doctor Who universe, but when Bush was still president, was your crazy man when the master was first around? Yeah, but they couldn't kill Bush. Mm hmm. Well. So, who took over from the guy who got killed? Did Bush take over from him? I don't really know. <laughs> Uh oh. I've been covered in sparkly goo. I'm all glowy. 
Shiny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's terrible <laughs> acting from her. I know, it's not pleasant. Oh, hello, Cribbin. Run, Wilfred, run! I hear voices in my head. <laughs> There's something wrong. There's a man in my head. <laughs> ah, very smart. Let's cover his face. They've got a good looky like you. Press the enter key a couple of times. <laughs> Task manager. Wilfred, quickly get in here. Perfect. Oh. Let me out, please. Call dropped with Dylan. Hold on. Keep talking. <laughs> what? What? Uh oh, the master's up with something. <laughs> Let's just run around in circles and see what happens. More running, please. <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> Phone ringing. Lifts out the gun. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, Alan missed the part. He never noticed it before. Whenever well, Chris Phone goes ringing, and he goes in his pocket, and he lifts out the gun. That <laughs> face. I see a face. Oh, wait, it's because I'm drunk. Everyone's <laughs> drunk. That's an afro. She can put her phone in that afro. Oh, when she's acting, oh yeah, I've got to shake my head. At least it's easy enough for the guys wearing the helmets. I could just basically just hold my head and I'll be fine. <laughs> Say, Johnson had to go through a hell of a lot for this ending. Yeah. Because again the show that no longer is confidential showed you he had to pretty much stand there dressed as everybody else <laughs> and do the whole shake head thing just <sighs> wreck his neck brain as well as it would have been interesting if they'd done this with older companions say like Billy Piper ah. or things like that and saw like them that would have been you awesome. know whether that happened to them because it doesn't happen to Donna mm. so whether that have affected the likes of say Sarah Jane or mm. Rose or well, um, Rose is an alternate universe yeah. or what's her name oh, Martha. Martha Martha is my favourite I like Martha oh she no is, she is yum <laughs> <laughs> I'm not disputing that He's wearing girly clothes. Yeah, fair play to him there. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. That would mean this has happened to pretty much every other yeah companion that is still on Earth, bar Donna and Cribbins by the looks of it. It would have been cool to see the other companions change. Yeah. Yeah. Because it wouldn't have been hard for them to do, especially for the likes of Sarah Jane and all. Because obviously Sarah Jane Adventures is still going on at this time and... Because that's something you could have had with, like, Torchwood. It wouldn't have happened with Jack, though. That's what yeah. I'm saying, is that you could have, Gwen like... Gwen or someone, yeah. yeah exactly, and, um, and then you could have seen him doing that. Mm, that would have been interesting. Is me. See, I foolish plan. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I'm wearing a skirt! I think I'm in the guy's clothes. <laughs> Big fella. Oh, deleted. Ha. He's jumping around in the dress. <laughs> High heels suit you, John. 
I think th I think this version these versions of John Sims great for everyone. I see what he did there. Did a damage. <laughs> Come on, there must be a John Sims with the frame. Hello. Uh, the press preview it cut off early, Hi. so the ending wasn't seen. Here with yeah. Timothy yeah. Dalton, uh -huh. cuts off here basically with him waving at himself. Hi. Oh, little bug. So what's happening? Oh, yeah. oh, I pick up hat and wear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never know what's that going. Yeah, dancing. Oh, I come out the door. What's and again, it? that would have took oh, yeah. so yeah. much effort. <laughs> yeah, so this is where it stopped for the press conference when they're showing. Because they didn't want to hear this. Hey, look, there's us. We don't get to see Master Queen, do we? You know, dressed up as the Queen. <laughs> Doing the speech. One is now the Master. <laughs> Where's the Corgi? I remember seeing this. I was like, oh, this is awesome. You just fucked me out there. <laughs> Go on, Timothy Rocket. Uh, I think it already has done. So what, I don't know what happens. Does does it all work out? It's it's to be continued. I know, but does it all work out? I don't know what Doctor Who. You would expect it to. Fine. Okay, so uh, I suppose that'll do it for this episode then, since we don't have a lot to talk about since it's end credits. We've been talking through the entire thing, so yeah, we can, and then we can go, as we will go, and then we can go and talk about the next part of this. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, it's preview. Gonna find out. Preview. Uh oh, he's wearing a wee bow tie there. Yeah, bow ties are not cool. Ah. Uh, the heartbeat of a Time Lord. Aha. Oh, he's loving it, isn't he? With a spoon. And that was a revolutionary scene right there. Is there a... <gasps> it's like the doctor just held a gun and shot somebody. Then, <laughs> of course, that was blown out of the water by Matt Smith. Oh yeah, That's right. he didn't fire it at someone. He fired it at a ship. But again, everybody's like, oh, "He holding a gun." It's terrible, know, isn't it? It's terrible. Right. Well, we shall move on to the next part. But we want to thank you for this part, Dylan. And don't worry. In the next part, we'll let you promote stuff. Yay. So don't be worrying. So uh, episode forty-seven. Yeah. So on to episode forty-eight. I've been Alan. He's been Chris. He's been Dylan. We will Bye. see you on episode forty-eight next week. See you then. Bye. 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 Sometimes I think a Time Lord lives too long. The day is almost upon us. This is the Doctor's final battle. I don't want you to die. This shall be spectacular. Gallifrey rises! The Time Lords are returning. At last, we are gathered. <laughs> 
The Tenth Doctor's final adventure concludes. <laughs>